Play ten of children's classics in dramatic form. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Ellen Preckle. Grandmother. Read by Margaret Espayat. Shoemaker. Read by Todd. Karen. Read by Lydia. First Neighbor. Read by Margaret Espayat. Second Neighbor. Read by David Lawrence. The Third Neighbor. Read by Arnaldo Machado. Fourth Neighbor. Read by Kay Hand. The Old Soldier. Read by Wade Campbell. Coachman. Read by Kay Hand. The Sun. Read by Wade Campbell. The Forester. Read by David Lawrence. The Moon. Read by Wade Campbell. The Executioner. Read by Todd. Fairy Queen. Read by Lydia. Children's Classics in Dramatic Form by Augusta Stevenson. The Red Shoes. Scene 1. Time, one morning. Place, the shoemaker's shop. The grandmother and Karen enter the shop of the shoemaker. This is my little granddaughter Karen, shoemaker. Please to take her measure for a pair of shoes. What kind do you wish, madam? Morocco, the finest you have. Karen is to wear these shoes to church. What color do you wish, madam? Black. Whispering to shoemaker. Red. Eh? Black. Whispering to shoemaker. Red. Of course, madam. If you say black, black they shall be. Little princess wore red shoes, grandmother. Nodding. That is true. I saw them myself. Red shoes? Nodding. Of beautiful red Morocco. The queen let the princess stand at a window so everyone could see her new shoes. It is all true, madam. No matter. Karen is to have black shoes. Taking up a pair of shoes. Here, this pair suits me exactly. But, madam, those shoes are... Interrupting, whispering. Hush, shoemaker, do not tell her. She can't see very well. Giving shoes to Karen. Are they of polished leather? They shine as if they were. Yes, they do shine. Trying on the shoes. And they just fit me, grandmother. I will take them, shoemaker. But, madam... Interrupting, whispering. Hush, shoemaker. She will never know the difference. Here's the money, shoemaker. Come, Karen. But, madam... Interrupting. I am ready, grandmother. Good day, shoemaker. But, madam... Interrupting. Good day, shoemaker. The grandmother and Karen go. Scene 2. Time, the next Sunday after church. Place, the grandmother's home. The neighbors sit with the grandmother in the spare room because it is Sunday. I did not see you at church today, grandmother. I could not go, but I sent little Karen. Oh, yes, we saw her. Everybody saw her. People do look at her. She's so pretty. People didn't look at her face today. What do you mean? As Karen, when she returns, we're not the ones to carry tales. Looking out window. Here she comes now. Just ask her about the sermon and the hymns. She will tell me almost every word the pastor said. She is a smart girl, that Karen. Enter Karen. Well, Grandmother, here I am. Good morning, neighbors. 
Good morning, Karen. Now, tell me about the sermon, Karen. What was the text? The, the text? It was... it was... Oh, I will tell you all about it by and by, Grandmother. Our neighbors want to talk with you just now. Oh, no. We would rather hear you tell your grandmother about the sermon and the music. What hymns did they sing, Karen? Hymns? They sang... let me see. They sang... She stops in confusion. Why, Karen, are you ill? No, Grandmother. Karen is not ill. She is ashamed. She was not thinking of the beautiful music, nor of the sermon this morning. Is that not true, Karen? Yes. What is this? Tell your grandmother what you were thinking about in church, Karen. I was thinking about my new shoes. A great thing to think about in church, a pair of plain black shoes. She did not wear her black shoes. She wore red shoes gasping <gasps> red shoes to church nodding everyone was terribly shocked still gasping <gasps> red shoes to church even the pastor looked at her shoes red shoes to church the choir looked all fixed their eyes on karen's red shoes it is the most shocking thing I ever heard. Do you hear me, Karen? Hanging her head in shame. Yes, Grandmother. You must never, never, so long as you live, wear red shoes to church again. It is not at all proper. Do you hear me, Karen? Yes, Grandmother. Do you think she should have her Sunday dinner? Not one bite. She shall stay in her room all day. Do you hear me, Karen? Yes, Grandmother. Thank you for telling me, neighbors. To think of it. Red shoes to church. Scene 3. Time, the following Sunday after church. Place, the churchyard. The grandmother and Karen come from the church. The old soldier stands near the church door. He tries to speak to the grandmother, but she does not hear him. Wait a moment, Grandmother. The old soldier wants to speak with you. Turning. What do you want, old soldier? I want to dust your shoes, madam. That is very good of you. Old soldier dusts her shoes. Thank you. Now I will go to my carriage while you dust Karen's shoes. She goes. Stretch out your foot, little Karen. Karen thrusts out her foot. What is this? Red shoes for church? I looked at my old black shoes interrupting and then at your new red ones nodding y yes and then at my black ones again interrupting and then put on your red ones Shh, grandmother must not know she can't hear for i'm talking through my long red beard why is your beard so red old soldier to make more light for my eyes that i may see without looking See without looking? Nodding. I was not in the church, yet I saw you clearly when you knelt at the altar and raised the golden cup to your lips. You saw that? Nodding. And more. I saw your thoughts. You saw my thoughts? Nodding. 
It was to you as if your red shoes passed before your eyes in the cup. Am I not right? Yes. And I saw by the light of my beard that you forgot to sing the hymns, eh, Karen? Yes. And that you forgot to say your prayers, eh, Karen? Yes. You were thinking of your red shoes all the time. Yes, old soldier. Holding Karen and stooping until his beard covers her shoes. Cover and touch and change, my beard. Cover and touch and change. What are you doing? Let me go. Holding her firmly. I am turning your red shoes into dancing shoes. I am afraid of you. Let me go. Slapping soles of her shoes with hand. Now I have made them stick fast to your feet. Calling. Grandmother! Grandmother! Now you may go. <laughs> Why, I'm dancing. I can't stop. Grandmother! Grandmother! What is this? Mercy on me. She's dancing down the street. Run after her, coachman. Quick, stop her. Running after Karen. Stop, Mistress Karen. I'm after you. Ha <laughs> ha! You will never catch her. Calling after coachman. There she goes round the corner. Calling off. I'll get you, Mistress Karen. Just stop a bit. Ha <laughs> ha! You will never catch her. My poor Karen! My poor Karen! Returning. I couldn't catch her, madam. She danced right out of the town gate. Out of the town gate? Yes, madam, and straight for the dark wood. We will drive after her. Coachman jumps to his seat. <laughs> you will never catch her. Quick, coachman, quick! We must catch her before she gets to the dark wood. My poor Karen! My poor Karen! The carriage dashes off. Scene 4. Time, three days later, evening. Place, the dark wood. A hut is seen among the vines. The forester and his son are felling a tree. Heard calling off. Stop me! Stop me! Heard you that cry? Looking off. Mercy on us! Tis the dancing girl I told you of. Enter Karen, dancing. Stop me, forester! No, no, I dare not. To son. Stop me, I pray you. Three days have I danced. I can endure it no longer. To Forrester. Come, let us help her. Do not touch her. She is bewitched. To my shoes are bewitched, not I. I say, little maid, pull off your shoes. They will not come off. See? She pulls at her shoes, starting toward Karen. I'll get them off, bewitched or not bewitched. Seizing son. Would you get yourself into trouble? Come home with me. Forrester runs from wood with son. The moon arises suddenly in a fir tree. Oh, moon, see how I dance below you. Pray tell me how to break this spell. <laughs> the moon changes into the red beard of the old soldier. My beard makes moonlight for me that I may watch you dance. Mercy, old soldier, I pray you break your spell. 
You forgot to say the prayers. You thought only of your red shoes. I will go barefoot to church. You whispered red to the shoemaker. I will never deceive my dear grandmother again. Have pity. You shall dance in your red shoes till you're pale and cold. By night and by day you shall dance, in the sunshine and in rain, in snow and in sleet, over highways and byways shall you dance, in dark swamps and on mountain tops. You shall go on dancing, dancing, dancing forever and ever. He disappears. I cannot dance on forever. I cannot. I cannot. Weeping. Pause. Well, I know a way to break the spell, and I'll do it. Crossing to hut of the executioner, knocking. Come out! Come out! From within the hut. Come in. I cannot come in. I must dance. Then I will come out. The executioner comes out from hut. Well, do you know me? You are the executioner. I am the executioner. I cut off the heads of wicked people with this great axe. Do not strike off my head. And why not strike off your head, pray? I must have that to repent of my sin, so please to cut off my feet. It shall be as you say. Thrust out your foot, maid. Enter Fairy Queen. Stay, executioner, stay. I've come to save you, Karen. To save me? Whenever a child repents of a sin. Lo, I am there to save. Will you remove this spell from me? Will you give up your red shoes? Gladly, gladly, I wish I might never see them again. Then dance to me, that I may touch you with my wand. Fairy Queen touches Karen's shoes with her wand. The shoes fall off. Dear Fairy Queen, dear Fairy Queen, I thank you, I thank you. Look, Karen, your shoes are dancing away. Soon they will be lost to you forever. Shall I not bring them back? No, no, let them go. Now I am free. Now I can rest. Then come, dear child. I will guide you to your home. End of The Red Shoes